1: seven things you probably didn't know really tonight i'm jamie east and this is the smart seven good morning everybody it's thursday the 5th of january and it's national bird day and a big happy birthday to diane keaton suki waterhouse robert duval and bradley cooper Nobody really wants to be in the office this week, but Prime Minister Rishi Sunak finally turned up at his on Wednesday and offered his first speech of the new year. He rattled off a list of tasks, including cutting inflation and hospital waiting lists, boosting the economy, stopping migrant crossings and reducing the national debt. Speaking in Stratford, he asked the public to judge his premiership on whether he delivers on his new priority list. Five promises. We will halve inflation, grow the economy, reduce debt, cut waiting lists and stop the boats. They are
0: your government's priorities, and we will either have achieved them or not.
1: It's not quite clear what happens if it's or not. Labour's shadow mental health minister, Dr. Rosina Allen-Carl, wasn't too impressed. She says the NHS is in real trouble and needs urgent attention.
0: Everybody can play a part in improving the system, but currently doctors and nurses are broken.
1: They are absolutely broken. Two-thirds of junior doctors want to leave the workforce. Along with his five promises, Rishi also promised that maths should become mandatory in schools until the age of 18. He's hopeful that the UK can reimagine its approach to numeracy as part of levelling up. But despite bringing lots of maths teacher energy to his speech, Jeff Barton of the teachers union ASCL wasn't giving him very high marks. It so often feels that politicians think that they know better than we do what the curriculum should look like. And they know better than we do what qualifications should look like. And I think if what we were really to have was a sense of trusting the profession, saying thank you to the profession. Now, that would be a legacy for the Prime Minister. It's been dubbed Tragic Thursday today, with rail strikes set to get even worse as members of the Aslef Union walk out. Combine that with the leftover disruption from Wednesday's walkout by the RMT, and we're expecting to see the country's train network grind to a halt with just one in ten train services due to run. And RMT General Secretary Mick Lynch is addressing the possibility of a general strike. I don't think we'll get a general strike as we understood it in 1926. But once you've got a mandate, you can synchronise what you do in order to have the maximum effect. This all comes as the government threatens to take away workers' right to strike. Work and Pension Secretary Mel Stride suggested it was time to re-evaluate the current laws. We do have to question whether we've got the balance right between the right of workers to strike and the inconvenience and sometimes danger that that can pose to the public. So I think it's quite right that the government has come forward and already introduced some legislation, and we will come forward with further details in due course. Ukraine is preparing to shift into third gear as Russia plans to call up more troops for a major new spring offensive, despite Moscow facing some of its biggest internal criticism of the war over a strike that killed scores of fresh conscripts. Kiev’ has warned that President Putin set to order another mass conscription drive and shut his borders to prevent men from escaping the draft. But Ukraine's President Zelensky says they're ready for the final defeat of Russia. We have no doubt that the current
0: masters of Russia will throw everything they have left and everyone they can muster to try to turn the tide of the war and at least postpone their defeat. We have to disrupt this Russian scenario. We are preparing for this. Any attempt at their new offensive must fail. This will be the final defeat of the terrorist state."
1: Meanwhile, Ukrainian MP Yelizaveta Yasko has been shedding light on the situation inside the war-torn country.
0: But of course, what happens now is quite unbearable. It's hard to believe that it's already a new year and we know that it's going to be very difficult.
1: The drama in the U.S. Congress didn't stop on Wednesday as Republicans continued to struggle to appoint a speaker. Voting was adjourned until Thursday after Republican leader Kevin McCarthy failed six times to be elected Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. Meanwhile, Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who had floated the idea of a possible coalition government, says she was surprised by how divided the Republicans were. I was honestly surprised. I did not think that Kevin McCarthy was going to
0: have the votes in the first round, but I didn't think that it was going to be as catastrophic
1: for him as it actually was. A seventh vote will be held on Thursday. Still to come on the Smart 7, Ronaldo cashes in and Lord Sugar will see you now, right after this.
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.
1: There were four more Premier League games on Wednesday night, with Notts Forest beating Southampton, Leeds drawing 2 all with West Ham and Aston Villa finishing one all against Wolves. The big score of the evening was Tottenham's 4-0 away win at Crystal Palace that sees Spurs close the gap to fourth. Meanwhile, recently fired Man United player Cristiano Ronaldo, settling in at his new Saudi Arabian club al nazir His two-year contract for a reported £175 million a year makes him the highest paid footballer in the world. He was set to play his first match against al tai on Wednesday, but he's been banned from his debut because he still has to serve a two-game FA suspension for smashing an Everton fan's phone. Anyhow, here he is kissing goodbye to European football in true modest Ronaldo style. In Europe, my work it's done. I, I won everything. I play in the most important clubs in Europe and for me now is a new, new challenge. Jeremy Renner managed to save the world from Thanos but couldn't defeat a snowplow as he ended up in hospital after getting run over by his own. The Avengers star was airlifted to hospital on Sunday with serious injuries after the accident with a six and a half ton vehicle outside his home in Reno, Nevada. Thankfully, he now seems to be in a stable condition as he took to Instagram thanking his fans for their support. Meanwhile, his local sheriff called the press conference to clear up any questions, including ones we definitely didn't have on the matter.
0: An eyewitness detailed seeing Mr. Renner getting into the piston bully and not seeing him again until the piston bully came to arrest rest in a pile of snow in front of his driveway. We do not suspect any foul play. We believe this was a tragic accident.
1: It's that time of year again. The days are short, the nights are long, and the weather's miserable. So what better way to stave off the January blues than with a brand new season of The Apprentice? The hit show's back tonight with a whole fresh batch of contestants competing for Lord Sugar's quarter of a million pounds investment. Ready for cocky candidates, eye-rolling squabbles, and absurd affirmations of greatness? Well, Karen Brady sure is, as the tycoon's trusted advisor gave us a look at what the first challenge was and how it went.
0: Alan decides he's going to send them all to Antigua. So they're putting on a tourist event So one team goes on a catamaran cruise and the other team goes on a historic cultural tour of Nelson's Dockyard. And it's sort of all downhill from there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Planning for your next trip?